0: I would say that I definitely came here with a hole in my heart and I really expected for the at least the past three years for my husband to fill that and he wasn't we also realized that having the Lord in our heart is the hole that was there because I didn't have him and Ray could not fill that hole
1: Welcome back to another episode of On the Ground with Samaritan's Purse, where we take you to the front lines and behind the scenes of our work around the world. I'm your host, Christy Graham, and today I'm excited to share one couple's story from Operation Heal Our Patriots. You just heard Rebecca's voice as she shared what the week in Alaska meant to her. And I know you're going to be touched and rejoice as you hear the testimony of how God worked in her marriage. Operation Heal Our Patriots starts with a week-long marriage retreat in Alaska, This is for wounded veterans and their spouses. And then Samaritan's Purse commits to walking with these families through life with continued ministry and support. And as Rebecca mentioned in the opening, we all have a void or a hole that only God can fill. Ecclesiastes 3.11 says that He put eternity in their hearts. We all have a longing, a longing for eternity and to know who our Creator is and why we're here. And nothing in this world can fill that void. And people try with relationships, drugs, money, you know it. Everything falls short here on earth. We all need a savior. And even our spouse can't fill that need. And military marriages, they bring even more challenges and difficulties. Time spent apart, moving away from family and friends, long hours, the dangerous training. Those are just a few examples of things that challenge the marriage. But then when you add the dark side of war to the marriage, it will never be the same. A reporter, Joe Galloway, said about his time in Vietnam, We who have seen war will never stop seeing it. In the silence of night, we will always hear the screams. Once they've seen it, they'll never stop seeing it. And as a military spouse, Operation Heal Our Patriots, it's a personal ministry to me. I'm so excited to tell you about the impact that it's having on our military community. Every week, for 17 weeks each summer, couples have traveled to a remote area of Alaska. They get to reconnect with their spouse, participate in biblically-based marriage classes, and explore the Alaskan wilderness together. I was able to go there this summer with my husband and our kids, and it truly is the most beautiful and special place. And so this week, I want to take you there, too. I want you to hear how the week-long retreat is changing lives. Caitlin, one of our podcast correspondents, was able to go in August, and she talked to many couples. And in today's episode, we want to introduce you to Ray and Rebecca. Ray was in the Army for over 20 years, and he went on five combat deployments and one rotation to Poland. And when they got married, Ray had already been in the Army for 13 years, but he still had many years ahead of him in deployments, one to Afghanistan and one to Poland, and each brought their own unique challenges and hardships.
2: Afghanistan was was rough, just as any combat deployment. We lost people in my unit, lost some close friends. Poland wasn't as bad, but it was difficult because we, for the first time ever going overseas, it was like, hey, on the weekends, you can go and be out on the town. And I may have, not may have, I took- Partied hard. <laughs>
0: It was was a party town. It was a college town. The Americans were decently accepted into society. Um, They were fun. And his, at the time, youngest son um, came to live with us in Kansas, and then he left shortly after.
1: Ray had two sons from a previous marriage. And three weeks after Ray's youngest son came to live with them, Ray deployed to Poland. And even though this decision was made for him to move, and they knew about the deployment, It was still an extremely difficult season as Rebecca was thrown into the role of stepmom.
0: It was difficult because he was 15, so he was trying everything a 15-year-old tries. Like, the first two weeks, dad was gone, and so it was rough. And um, it was like, I checked into this big role change, and he checked out. It was very difficult for the relationship. Um, so I was playing full time stepmom,
2: bonus mom, momish is what we get, the momish is what he calls me. For oh. her going from being momish two days a week on the weekends with me there with her to being full time seven days a week.
0: Navigating school systems, navigating doctor's appointments, navigating puberty, navi- navigating all these things by myself because Poland and out partying and out having fun and Dustin. traveling. and
2: Dustin's also a type 1 diabetic, so that was, mm-hmm. you know, a lot on her and getting him into a new school system and getting them used to what his routine had to be as far as his insulin and stuff like that. So it was yeah. it was a lot. It was a whole lot on her.
1: This took a toll on their marriage. When Ray came home from Poland, he was struggling.
2: In combat, it's a virtue to be angry. It helps you get through situations. It helps block out other feelings and emotions. But you do that for so long, and that just becomes the norm. And I'd gotten back from Poland, uh, and my son—I don't—I don't even remember what I was upset about. But I was upset about something, and I—I lost my temper bad and screamed and yelled at him over something that he didn't need to get screamed at at all. Um, I sent him to his room. And as soon as he walked out of the room, I started crying. And I looked at my wife. And I said, I need help. I've got to go talk to somebody. Because I knew, I knew as it was happening that it wasn't right, that he didn't deserve this. Why was I doing it? But I just, I couldn't stop myself. Um, so I've been in, I've been in therapy for five years now. You know, and there's a there's a stipulation in the military where you don't you don't go to therapy because if you go to therapy, then you're weak and you don't you can't do the job that you're supposed to do and and everything else. But that's not the case.
1: The truth is, opening up and recognizing the need for help is a sign of strength. I'm thankful that Ray recognized this need and he was willing to take that step. Caitlin asked Rebecca how this impacted their relationship.
0: My education background is in social work. Um, and I've always, I grew up in a family that supported therapy. So as a child, when my parents got divorced, um, like I knew how, how well therapy would work. Uh, so I was always encouraging for him to start a relationship with somebody that could help him where I couldn't. The, the therapy is for him, but it is an act of love that he showed me that he cares enough to do better for himself because he can't he can't love me if he doesn't love himself.
1: Therapy was so helpful for their marriage and as Ray dealt with so much grief and trauma from the war. But as I mentioned earlier, we all have eternity on our hearts, and we all need a savior. There's something missing that therapy couldn't fix. Rebecca heard about Operation Heller Patriots through a friend, and she decided to apply. But not because she thought they needed that time away. She just thought it looked like a dream vacation.
0: And I knew it was faith-based. I knew it was, um, you know, to to learn how Jesus Christ can help you through some of these things and better your marriage. Um, so I applied for it. I was totally honest about my faith. I was totally honest about Ray's faith. We were not huge, devout you know, followers of Jesus Christ. We believed in God. Um, God was not really in our home. Um, and we learned that God really wasn't in our hearts until this week. And so we were at the right time with the right people. So luckily I was bored at work that day and put in the application. <laughs> kind of coming in, you know, you said you were honest about kind of where you stood mm-hmm. with your beliefs. What were your beliefs walking um in? I grew up in... I grew up in church. I did not grow up in Christ. I truly found there is a difference between church and faith. You know, I knew stories from the Bible. Uh, I didn't know how to read the Bible. I didn't know how to understand His Word and apply it to my life, um, even though I was in church for, you know, 17 years. So I considered myself agnostic. I believed in God. I believed in, in in a higher power, but I didn't really care who he was or what the story was. And so I we just felt like since Poland, which was the hardest part of our marriage, um, there, was, there was a gap. There was a hole somewhere, and we had tried fixing it. I tried with alcohol. Um, Ray has tried with alcohol. We've tried with many things to add to our marriage, We are just kind of feeling that maybe that was that hole that, you know, Christ made in our hearts for him and we didn't have him there.
2: Ray also grew up
1: in church and he shared his perspective.
2: So I grew up very poor. Uh, My mom had a massive heart attack when I was 10, uh, was disabled. We didn't have a lot of money. The church that I was in was very much a, if you don't come in a three-piece suit, then you're not here to worship the Lord. And I had had such a bad taste about church that I just I haven't been in a church in 30 years.
1: Then in the spring, a few months before Operation Healer Patriots, Ray attended a Christian men's conference. And at this retreat, Ray forgave his father. And he truly had an experience with God. He said he felt like a weight was lifted off his chest. And when he came home, he wanted to go back to church. But Rebecca was hesitant. So Ray decided not to push her. And then in the summer, they came to Alaska, and both of their lives changed. From the moment they stepped off the plane, they saw that God had been and was working in their hearts. Ray immediately recognized Lou, who was one of the military chaplains that week, serving with Operation Hiller Patriots. Here's what Lou and his wife, Brenda, shared.
3: Uh, Yeah, so uh, Ray Davis, right, he got off the plane and... uh... Just looked at me, and he goes, you look familiar. Then we found out that, uh, again, we both served together at the Warrior Transition Battalion at 101st at Fort Campbell. And he was one of the cadre, and I was the chaplain. I told these couples there's no happenstance. There's no things out of the blue.
1: These moments helped set the stage for what God was doing in their lives. In God's perfect timing, Ray and Rebecca were both ready to learn about Jesus and find true healing and forgiveness.
0: What happened here that made it click for you? Like, is there anything in particular, just a culmination of of the week and so many different experiences, or is there anything in particular that stands out? Being surrounded by people who you can just tell live with faith. They live with Jesus in their hearts and they are not ashamed of it from you know you can tell the ones that are 25 and married and fresh and new and uh to what 28 32 50 years married um it's it it wasn't the tools or the resources or the classes it was more learning how they got where they were because they looked to the bible for how to be a husband and wife, how to love each other and forgive each other and to have a marriage that was also with the Lord because I always feared that Ray would love the Lord more than he loved me. And I've learned that that's kind of the point because if he does love the Lord, the Lord tells him to love me. And that's that's not the perspective I had. So just learning that it's not my rules or Ray's rules or, you know, the therapy's rules, it's the it's the Lord's rules, it's the Bible, it's the the guidance that we can solve problems together, the way that Jesus views us as solving problems, the way that Jesus says is the way to work through those things. So it's like a whole new outlook on what faith and loving the Lord really is.
2: And I can definitely say walking the path of building a relationship with Christ with her mm-hmm. side by side is just helps a whole lot. I think it will make it much easier to kind of more or less revamp our entire lives, you know, um, and change the course that we were heading down and I absolutely do believe that this will help fill that gap that we've both felt for years and just couldn't quite put a finger on what was missing.
1: I loved hearing their testimony and how God used this time in Alaska to show them what it means to follow Jesus. They both had history in the church. They knew about religion, but they didn't have a real relationship with the Father. The Samaritan's Purse Project in Alaska, it allows couples time away from the pressures of everyday life and allows them time to strengthen their marriage and their foundations in Christ. And I love what Lou and Brenda said about how they can visibly see transformations taking place in each of the couple's lives
2: throughout the week. You see the transformation that God has has done in their lives in just a few days that they've been here. I mean, sometimes they get off the plane fighting. Sometimes they want to go back home, and all of a sudden, just within a few days, it's just like it's totally opposite.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: It's just awesome to see how God works in their lives this week through the classes here, through you know, just spending time with one another with no distractions. They're
3: anxious, you know. Um, mm-hmm. They get off the plane when they first get here on Sunday, and there's anxiety. There's distance. There's, you know, kind of like, uh, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect, <laughs> you know. And that's on Sunday. And then Monday, you just see a warming um, of the heart. You see a, um, a little bit more of uh, transparency. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest piece of that transparency is what I love about our chaplains and, and our wives is that we're transparent too, mm-hmm. that we've struggled, we've we've seen things. We've been in combat. We understand what it is to be apart mm-hmm. from one another for a long time, and and we share our stories. And the part of that is what we share the most is that, but God, God, God's love, God's grace, His mercy. And so, when you throughout the week, you start seeing, you know, just these walls start coming down. They get off the plane, and they're arguing, or they're in the classroom, and we do what we call a knee to knee, where they can talk with one another. And at first, they're kind of side by side, and. And then, you know, there's a little bit turning. And then, you know, by the end of the week, they're holding hands. And then when Friday comes, they're they're pretty uh, transparent. There's love here. There's hope here. There's peace here. You know, from those who make our beds, clean our rooms, the, the guides, our staff, every staff has a little point. But they realize that there's a presence. There's a peace that passes understanding mm-hmm. here. And they, and they know. They know that they know when they leave this place, they've had an encounter with the Lord. Whether they trust in Christ or not, they know that there's something different here.
0: Yeah, it's such a special place. I mean, mean, it's five days that they spend here.
3: But it's so transformative.
0: Mm-hmm. It's this accelerated experience mm-hmm. where they get to really meet the Lord. So just the hand that he has on this place of really changing hearts and lives. Yeah. Right.
3: You know, especially a combat veteran, and when you talk that, about that accelerating, right? we've got, you know, Sunday to Friday, they come here, and we go deep, and we dive deep quickly. I mean, we it's raw. But these veterans and these wives, they understand what that means. They understand what raw is. You don't get you don't get a quiet moment. You, you, you get on the ground in Iraq or Afghanistan or in combat, and you're, ex, you're going into a war zone. And so you, you've got, you don't have time to just sit around and just um, mull over things. And so this class, these sessions this week, it's raw, it's quick, it's fast, it's loving, it's caring. But these veterans understand. Life is short. We don't have to tell them that, no. and um, and so they also too realize that. You know what, what's really cool when you see the transformation, but is many of them are coming with a hope, maybe to renew, rekindle a marriage. Maybe they're both Christians, but they're struggling, um, or they're at a place in their lives where. We've done everything we can, and they just get to a point where they just, there's got to be a change. And the change agent is Christ, and that change agent is everywhere, but nonetheless, it's just rapid.
1: Ray and Rebecca experienced this transformation. As they prepared to head home, they remembered what made Alaska so special, and they were eager to continue growing in their faith in marriage.
2: You have all the distractions that we're all used to at home, that are a normal part of everyday life, you don't have those here.
0: He said to me earlier today, he said, if we are going to make any changes the day that we get home, we can take the TV out of the bedroom. And it's because we don't have a TV here. And so last night we did our family motto. We put together, you know, words of of faith and devotion to our family that we want to live by for the next year. And that was from day one of our classes We talked about our love languages tonight. We focus on each other before we go to bed. And when you're in a home all day, every day, you have such routines that you get into and you cannot break a habit without getting out of those routines. And here you have no routine. The only routine you have is you know where you need to be and you need, and you know what you need to bring and you know you are not going to be hungry. And the rest is up to him and I, you know, the rest is, is our choice of how to spend the day together, um, or spend the day back here together. And it's just, it, it is awe inspiring to be here. And it is exactly what we needed that we didn't really even know we needed. We didn't know we needed this time. We got way more than we bargained for. And, and to meet Christ. Mm-hmm. And to realize that He is what we were missing in our marriage.
1: I'm so inspired by their testimony, and I'm challenged to keep God at the center of my own marriage. During this episode, you heard how the week was so transformative, and Caitlin talked to Lou about how God uses just five short days to transform lives. I thought it'd be nice to close this episode the same way that they close every week in Alaska, the Fireside Farewell. Each couple gathers around the fire, and they share what the week meant to them. And every staff member and volunteers joins the circle to hear the testimonies. And for some of our staff that that work behind the scenes, like housekeeping and in the kitchen, sometimes it's the first time that they get to hear the couples and truly see the impact of their service. And I know it's one of my favorite parts of the week. Here's what Ray and Rebecca shared at the fireside.
0: I would say that I definitely came here with a hole in my heart. And I really expected for at least the past three years for my husband to fill that. And he wasn't. And it caused a lot of issues between us. We learned that that's not not how it's done. And um, we also realized that having the Lord in our heart is the hole that was there. Because I didn't have him. And Ray could not fill that hole. And he had the same thing um, and the same expectations of me. So to be here this week and to realize that loving the Lord was not something that would make me a bad wife or Ray would love the Lord more than me. Ray will love the Lord more than me to love me better. And I have learned that I love the Lord because I do love my husband.
2: It's uh, new beginnings. It's a new relationship. It's a relationship that we get to start with the Lord when we get home. And it's things that, as my wife said, have been, have been missing in both of our lives that we now get to build upon. We now get to fill those voids and we get to share our love of Christ with our son mm-hmm. and help him find his own relationship with God.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in today. I pray that this testimony of God's faithfulness encouraged you. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, this project is truly so special to me. Military life has so many benefits, but it has many hardships. And unfortunately, divorce and suicide are prevalent in the military community. I've witnessed many families who are living with the impact of these endings, and so Operation Hiller Patriots, it truly changes lives, changes the trajectory of families. With Christ, marriages can be transformed. And as I mentioned at the beginning, we all need a Savior. And that is why God sent His Son, Jesus. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. And Colossians 1.19-20 says, For God was pleased— to have all of His fullness dwell in Him, and through Him to reconcile everything to Himself, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through His blood shed on the cross. He is the peace we need. He is the only one who can save us. And then this frees us to be a complement to our spouse and a helpmate as we were intended to be, not a Savior, which they can never be. That's a load too heavy for humans to carry. Please pray for the couples who attended Operation Healer Patriots this summer. Pray that they'll be able to get plugged into local churches in their area and that Alaska is just the beginning of a lifelong walk with the Lord. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know. We would love a review on Apple or Spotify. And these reviews are not only to encourage us, but to help other people find the podcast. So please leave a review or share this episode with someone you know. We'd be honored for you to pass this along. I know I love it when my friends or family send me a podcast that they think would encourage me, and I want more people to hear these testimonies of how God is working. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great week.